Angie Coombs, The Waterfall Journey. Episode 7, Living in the Waterfall, Part 2. The Waterfall Journey is about accepting God's invitation to join Him in His story and to live our lives from His perspective. In this episode, we're continuing to explore how to live in the waterfall and the three action words to set us on the right path, believe, trust and obey. Once you understand the big picture of God's story and the part, if you are willing, you're invited to play in it, the process of joining God's inner circle of trusted disciples becomes open to each of us. Last time we explored how to get into the waterfall and how to experience the reality of the love and connection we can enjoy there in the Father's presence, where Jesus too walked when he was on earth. In this episode we will explore how life changes in the waterfall. Jesus has called us to come in to see the place. Once the choice has been made, the way forward is a matter of taking three steps of belief, trust and obedience which will lead to the peace that the world cannot give. Before we start, let's just recap the reality of the waterfall. It is the sustaining torrent of love that fills us in the Father's presence. It is the river of water of life that flows from the throne of heaven. It is the heart and spirit connection between the Father and His children. It is where we live out surrendered lives for and in company with the living God for His glory. We have previously learned that in the waterfall we can live out of the goodness of God with confidence and trust that God is who He says He is and that He means what He says that He loves us and we are lovable. God cannot lie and will not act outside His character. We can choose to believe what He says. If we say yes to Him and step into His enfolding arms as He longs for us to do, every circumstance of our life He can bring to good. To teach us, to heal us, to grow us, to show us how loved we are ultimately guiding us to the fulfillment of our destiny, to be the friends of God, entrusted with a part in His story. Each day we can practice living in the reality of the waterfall, where we were created to live, by waking and declaring, Today I choose to live in the waterfall of God's love, and I'm going to trust Him for every part of my life. We can stand in the shower and imagine the water is the love of the Father pouring over us and through us. During the day we can act on what comes into our head and our heart, expecting God to show us what is happening from His perspective, being aware that God needs to speak to us regularly in order to grow us by the Holy Spirit and the Word. Thus each individual will be led uniquely to their own destiny. We are called to live out of God's perspectives instead of our own, 
God speaks to us where we are. He needs to speak so we can understand him. How else will we learn, be transformed and grow to maturity? We can ask questions and expect answers. We can ask to see what God sees. If we're not sure of what is being asked of us, we can ask for confirmation. We will learn that God wants an engaged, robust relationship with us. My most frequently asked questions of God are, What are you teaching me here, Lord? And, Lord, what do I need to see? Expect answers. He will teach you to recognize his voice. Trust is a two-way street, and you will become God's trusted friend and work shoulder to shoulder with him. If you are willing and prove faithful, trusting and obeying in little things, God will grow you, both up the ranks of his army and mature you along the way of holiness. His response to your willingness to travel with him is to trust you more and more, to be used as Jesus was used. It is the adventure. Jesus did this. He believed and he responded to the Father's leading. The anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit came upon him. He served his Father 24-7 and he was effective in all he did. And we can do the same. So, I am going to stand in the waterfall and keep my eyes on Jesus and believe. God wants to be involved in every part and at every level of our lives as we are truly surrendered, living out of his story. Yes, he will go quiet sometimes, not because of our unworthiness or his disfavor, but because he wants us to learn something in that place of silence, to flex our belief muscles, to stand on who he is and what he has said. He will never leave us. Sometimes we don't hear because we have not picked up the receiver or there is too much spiritual noise going on in our heads. What do I mean by spiritual noise? Spiritual noise seems to come with desperation and activity, a mental frenzy when there is a desire to have connection with God and it's not happening. So how do I deal with this spiritual noise? Stop all activity. Go and sit somewhere in peace and isolation, outside under a tree, beside a stream. Then relax. Just breathe slowly and deeply. Stop striving. Empty your mind. Let your mind be filled with the rhythm of nature around you. Be expectant. Just be open to God content to sit beside Jesus or the Father. Just breathe him in. This is the God of absolute power and absolute goodness. Take deep breaths and enjoy him. Be in the waterfall of his presence. Just be. Receive. Isaiah 30 verse 15 says, in repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. This is the place of peace Jesus gave to us. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. 
I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. John 14 and verse 27 It may take a time or two to be able to let go, but persevere. Just be quiet and still before your God. Each day in the waterfall, our orientation needs to be towards God first, to let him be God in our life. We cannot follow if we don't let him lead. So what will we need to change? What will the rhythm of our days look like? What will our attitude be day by day? What will we do when difficult things happen? How can we know we hear God? It starts with belief, choosing to believe what God says about who he is and about his relationship with us. It's all in his word, our Bible. A great way to start is to get a Bible with Jesus' words in red. We need to believe the words he says. So choose to believe them over the way that you feel. Some of the controversies about the person of the Holy Spirit and his role in these times will be stopped in their tracks if people read what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit in St. John's Gospel and believed. Belief leads to trust. So let us choose to believe what Jesus says and what he does. Jesus speaks the truth and we can trust what he says. Do you worry about the basics of life? Well, here's your answer, the Sermon on the Mount. Look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. This is headed, Do Not Worry, in my Bible. Apply these truths to your life. Jesus cannot lie. Imagine standing in the waterfall in the place of trust. State, I trust you, Lord. I'm standing on the truth of these verses. Be specific and ask God for what you need. Hold God to his word. You have said it, Lord. I'm believing it. Thank him. And now watch what he will do. If you pick up that worry again, say, Sorry, Lord, I was worrying again. I'm handing this back to you. You be God. Break the habit of worry and find peace. Trust needs the action of obedience. In John chapter 14, verses 23 to 26, Jesus says this, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Obedience will bring revelation as the Holy Spirit takes charge of the disciples' path to maturity and holiness. Responding to unexpected thoughts when we're in dialogue with God leads to amazing testimonies that will build the faith of the individual. It is one of the ways the Holy Spirit underlines his active involvement 
in the lives of those taking this journey, and you will grow in expectation and confidence as you obey. Jesus is saying, come and see. You may be surprised at what the Father asks you to do. You will be even more amazed at what he does when you obey. Thus he will build your faith in the unique way he has for you. And then share your testimony. It makes us the overcomers of Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11. So we trust what we hear in the flow of the Spirit in the waterfall and obey. Belief, trust and obedience also build our identity in God. Jesus has authority in his teaching because he knows who he is, he knows whose he is, and he knows whom he serves. And he knows why he has come. He awaits the anointing of the Holy Spirit to show him what the Father wants him to do and say. He is centered on God, on the purposes of the Trinity. Part of our being all he created us to be depends on our identity being drawn from God. We are who God says we are. If I choose to believe that Jesus paid the blood price for my sin and clothed me in his righteousness, I can read Ephesians 1 and 2, accepting the truth of who I am because of Jesus. I am seated now with him in the heavenly realms. I can begin to live out my God-given identity and claim my heritage. No more will I think myself unworthy. I am a daughter of the King, bought at a price. In future episodes, we will explore how to cooperate as the Holy Spirit brings healing to our inner story, where shame and unworthiness lurk through our experiences in the fallen world. But right now, I can choose to believe what God says about me, even if I don't yet feel it. I can freely enter the presence of the Father where I was created to live. There is no sin evil enough to disqualify true repentance from opening that door back to the Father. Here I am aligned to the heart and will of the Father and in the spirit-to-spirit -spirit flow of communication with Him. God will transform me, grow me and equip me to fulfill my destiny for kingdom purposes. Next time, we will explore more about living out of our God-given identity, who God says we are, and how we can find a place of peace that the world does not know. This week's challenge is to choose to live in the waterfall and to trust what comes into your head and your heart is from the Father and then to act upon it. Believe me, you'll have a testimony to share.